Welcome to Holding Shot, a Bowls WA podcast featuring the biggest names and their stories from the Greens around Western Australia. Hello and welcome to another episode of Holding Shot, um, the Bowls WA official podcast. My name is Aaron Clark or A2. I'm the marketing officer here at Bowls WA and this time I have Peter Harris joining me again. How are you, Aaron? Yeah, good. You're a yeah. busy man. Always, always doing There's stuff. There's always something to do, isn't there? Absolutely. Now, I'm incredibly excited to introduce our guest today um, on this episode, a well-known figure in the bowls community, a uh, recent winner of uh, state singles, so a bit of a topical guest on today, and of course, Jackaroo, and our very own Perth Sons, Cody Packer. How are you? Good, thanks. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Absolute pleasure. Um, so yeah, congratulations on the win. Um, how are you feeling about that? Yeah, I was pretty stoked. Um, I think lots of people have made comments that I've wanted it for a while and it's pretty accurate, those comments. Um, sort of felt a bit surreal still. Um, yeah. You sort of get it done and then you're thinking about the next thing you got to do. So I flew out the next morning for world trials, so I didn't really have a lot of time to enjoy it and think about it until the next thing. Um, but yeah, pretty stoked. Yeah, good on you. I, I think I remember you saying um, 15 years. Did you say 15 years you've been... 15 attempts, yeah. 15 attempts. Yep. I've missed a couple in there, but um, yeah, 15 goes that it never really, never made it past quarterfinals. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's my first first um, watch for me, uh, seeing you play as well as just the singles and state singles. It's really good. Blake Butler obviously played well as well. Um, but yeah, um, the fact you're still enjoying it uh, or calming down from it, should I say, is uh, it's good. Yeah, it's nice to have a bit of time um, to think about it now and uh, trophies on the mantle at home, so I get to look at it occasionally. Uh, <laughs> so, so you're happy you've learned how to play singles again? Yeah, it's... <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Yeah, uh, yeah, well, I mean, as you would know, with the tears you shed when I won oh. the Junior Australian singles, um, I used Notice to have you get in first. Yeah, yeah. Got we'll come first. back to that. Uh, and then forgot for a, a passage there. Um, enjoyed some success in team events, but just couldn't... Couldn't play singles for a while there, um, but yeah, finally learned again. Very happy with that. Anything you put your finger on, or why? Yeah, you've got you've reason? got all the shots. Uh, uh, not really. Um, probably just reminding myself that I put in the work and and mentally mentally more than anything um, was always the challenge. Staying focused for long periods and focus with with no team around you. Yeah, I was sort of fed up other people yes. um, and doing it for someone else was always easier for me, like playing the big bowl yep. for, for the team was, was easier. Um, so I did a lot of work with, with Hales, who is a very, very good singles player, um, and as well with Blake. Um, Blake's been very selfless with his time helping me, which, you know, it went against him on the day. Yeah, but, um, yeah ironic. Yeah. We're very, very good mates, <laughs> so I'm always very appreciative of what he's done. So is that now 2-0 to you for Blake? Uh, we yeah, played you, before. If you don't count roll-ups, it's two. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, two big and if we did count roll-ups, was there a dollar or two on the roll-ups? No, 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 nothing like that. No, nothing like that. Full friendly banter. That's can, good. Can of coke, maybe. <laughs> good, good. No yeah. sugar, of course. No sugar. Why you? Yes. That's it. Yes. Yeah. Um, we want to start where he, where he started. Yeah, let's right, start from the beginning. Because you're not in Australia, are you? I am now. Uh, it's very <laughs> legally very paperwork, forefront. Paperwork says you got more paperwork than me to say in Australia. That's true. Uh, no, born in New Zealand, um, so I moved out to Australia 21 years ago now. So very much Australian. Um, you went to Queensland. Uh, New South Wales. New South Wales first. Uh, Wollongong, uh, Warrawong, um, and then up to Harvey Bay, Queensland, where I started playing bowls when I was 12, and then across WA when I was 16, where you inherited me, unfortunately. Yes, that's why I ran into you. Uh, so, starting in Queensland, no, where were you, did you say? What? Harvey Bay, about four okay. and a half yep. hours north of Been Brisbane. Harvey Bay. Yep. So, is there any noted bowlers from there at that time? No, you just went down the club? Uh, no, Mum was working there. Okay. Uh, so, I just had to go there after school. Had um, to go there after I school? Fill in time before she finished her shift. Uh, and then eventually gave it a crack once and yeah, 18 years later, I still go. Actually, I was, I was doing a little bit of a digging so I can ask you some questions. And um, you played against your younger sister then, and I think she beat you on your first... Yeah, that yeah, that was, um, Hoggy covered that with me. Uh, yeah, so we all started at the same time, there's three of us who'd go down after school uh, while mum was working. Um, 
and she was the better one of the three of us. Uh, and she belted me one day, and that was going to be the last time I ever played. Thankfully, she decided not to play anymore, so I had an avenue to start again. Um, yeah. <laughs> Has she gone back to it at all? Or? No. You, you've got too much of what I told you. Yeah, too much, too much, uh, too much headway now for it to yep. back. So then, from Queensland over to WA, as you said, mm-hmm. was it Bedford? Is that where you first went? Yep. Yeah, my uncle and granddad come across first, and they they started at Bedford. So naturally, what year was that? That would have been twenty two thousand and nine. Yeah. Oh eight oh nine. Oh eight oh nine. Yep. So the main stay at Bedford at that time, Cliffy. Yes. Cliffy Greybrook? Cliffy, uh, the, the legend. Legend Cliffy. of Bedford? Oh, I love that man. Yeah. Yeah. So did he take you under his wing? Or Cliffy was... I think Probably any, not. Yeah, anyway. Not in a come and hug me way, of no, course. No, no. It wasn't Cliffy's way. It certainly wasn't Cliffy's way. Um, no, at the start, not really. Um, but the more we became, I guess, strong teammates and the leaders of... The Bedford top side um, went away to a couple of carnivals together. We played uh, Donga Denison one year, um, so stayed together in one of the hotel or motels up there. Um, we got a lot closer, um, mm. chatted about all his achievements and probably how unlucky he was not to play state bowl, Definitely. given the talent. Definitely. <clears throat> um, so, yeah, certainly uh, over a period of time, um, he became that. Uh, that figure, a very strong figure. Very strong. So I left, I think, bed, I had two years at Bedford. I think I left, probably heard you were coming, so I left. That that'd, that'd, <laughs> that'd be about the time period, I think. Yeah. And Cliffy, Cliff uh, Greybrook was definitely very strong, as you say, very a legend of Bedford. Yeah. Oh, could, could do no legend. wrong and, and probably did no wrong anyway, no. but uh, certainly yeah, very strong and he was very good to play with. Yeah, I think the one thing I really appreciated about Cliff, the more I... Um, the more I noticed it and the more mature I got with age was the amount of stuff he did off the green for the club. Like, mm. he bled Bedford. Like, he'd be the one there trimming the rose bushes, yep. you know, taking the empty kegs out the back, anything he needed. And he was the best player at the club. So, yeah. be the best player and to do all the, the extra stuff behind the scenes. <laughs> Sounds so very he, humble. Yeah, it set the tone for what requires of a champion. And, um, yeah. Yeah, every club has those people. Yeah. Because he was pretty unheralded. I think a lot of the bowling community knew Cliff Graybrook, but probably not, didn't put him as highly rated as probably what you and I no, probably do. I don't think Because so. he was pretty uh, yeah, understated on how yeah. good he actually was. 100%. Yeah. Do you remember any key phrase he said to you that perhaps you, you remember? Or maybe <laughs> keep, you it, keep it... Keep it... Keep it... PG? Yeah, PG. I, I'll leave out some of the words of the phrase, but I've, I think I've told people before... Um, <clears throat> He always used to say, don't play Mickey Mouse bowls. Um, so that was Cliff essentially telling you that if something was there to be hit, make sure you hit it. Don't play just a little bit. You make sure you make impact <laughs> on the head. So he was always very clear about that. And um, there were some other words that went in that phrase that I can't repeat here. But um, yep. he was okay. a very passionate man. And uh, yeah, that, that certainly stuck with me. <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. So other sports at the time, was it just bowls? Or was it... What else were you doing outside of in WA when you were junior? Yeah, when you even in Queensland. Was it cricket? Did you play a bit of cricket? Yeah, I played a bit. Of, played a bit of zone cricket in Queensland um, when I was looking at bowls uh, when I was about twelve, thirteen. Yeah. Um, pretty good batsman, um, bit of a bowler, bit of a fielder. Um, so played yeah wide bay zone cricket. Uh, that's as far as I went with that. Um, most sports I didn't mind trying my hand at bit of a, a, a natural sportsman you know don't mind yeah. a footy or passing a rugby ball rugby because rugby, so let's get it out there. which 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 country are you supporting in the union uh, yeah union yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I've, uh, I've, I've cleared this with the bold Australia coach actually um, <laughs> everything is Australia except the All Blacks um, I just can't you can't give up a team like that just <laughs> Besides the fact that they're so extremely successful, just the way they conduct themselves and, and their culture and just everything about that team, um, I'll always, always... They've had a rough trot lately, haven't they? Not quite as... Every champion has their down days. Yeah. Um, so you're not jumping uh, the fence, not getting uh, off? Absolutely never. Never, <laughs> ever. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so All Blacks Union. Now, I know who you support in AFL terms. AFL, yeah. Why? 
Who uh, do you support and why? What relationship at all <laughs> would they have to where you've ever been? I think I was. I think it was at school in New South Wales. Um, Sydney were flying, and everyone was supporting the red and white. It was just like I'm not the person to jump on the crowd favourite. I've just never been that person. Um, so I refused to support them. So the kids at school said I needed an AFL team. So I said okay. Um, so they gave me a ladder to pick from, <laughs> one through eighteen or whatever it was at the time. So I just closed my eyes and landed somewhere in the middle. Um, and so you went Bulldogs and now red, I, white, and blue. Now just I added the colour. Red, white, and blue. <laughs> just yeah, added the colour to it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. It's Worked out a option, didn't you? A couple of prelims a, there. Took you a little while. Yeah, and, um, yeah, yeah. No, you haven't had as much hard times as North the Melbourne, wedding. for example. <laughs> we, yeah, we're talking about you here, not me. Oh, happy, yeah. happy to share. But that's as good as, as good as away as ever, I suppose, to pick yeah, a team. I think so. Hmm? Worked out a right. Yeah, okay. Maybe I'll have to do that. Maybe, because yeah. you don't have one. No, no, I don't. I don't. And you can't support the two teams here. Okay, so after. Can I say that on this podcast? <laughs> you can't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe okay. we should take it yeah. back to Bowls for we'll, a bit. <laughs> we'll, we'll find you one. We'll find yeah. you one. Uh, other sports. League in Queensland. Surely rugby league was a part of your life. Yeah, and uh, I'm on New South Wales Blues oh. through and through. Um, You're just killing, well, I start, killing, killing the audience I here. started in New South Wales. so that, From my experience... I would have thought most West Australians would be Queensland. Yeah, but I was an Origin supporter before I moved here. So I had New South Wales already. Um, mm-hmm. And they were really good. Just strange, when I, yeah. when I started supporting them, so it was pretty easy, <laughs> pretty easy to follow. <laughs> Man, I don't know what we're going to do with you. All, all over the place. Now, you've said that for 15 years. <laughs> I know, I have. But it's just coming to the realisation, you don't know who to support. Oh, I do. Very clear. It doesn't. No one else agrees with me. <laughs> so bowls. So how old were you at Bedford then? You were like fourteen. Sixteen. 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 Yeah. Sixteen. And your first under 18s championships. Under eighteen championships. Uh yeah. I made s- the. That was at Aussie Park. Yeah. And I made the final of the singles against Cameron Tunstall. That's right. Who decimated me. Made me look stupid. Did that to you? Yep. Um, and I think me and my brother, my brother used to play as well. He was quite good. Um, we made the semi-final of pairs against Blake. And I'll never... The other kid's Blake name is Cameron as well, I'm pretty sure. I just can't remember his last name. I was in Blake okay. at Sterling. Uh, yeah. Uh, and, and then was, one more year. So you have two years, didn't you? Two years of under-18 state yeah. and one year in Australia. Yeah, so the second year... Right, it was probably at Manning. Manning, yep, and the finals were at Belmont. The finals of the fours were definitely at Belmont. Yep. Um, yep, me and Maddie played the pairs in our last year together. And That'd be Matthew France. Matthew France, me and Maddie were great mates back then, still are. <laughs> still are. Uh, with everybody. We, so uh, saw him on the weekend, he hasn't changed. He will never change. <laughs> uh, we were pretty confident of winning it. Um, and probably played that way, got a bit of ahead of ourselves and, and got beats and didn't win the pairs. Uh, Robbie Bell taught me a lesson in the singles, from what I can remember. Mm. That was back when I used to wear headphones and a roller. Oh, embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Headphones in the roller. Yeah, but, not, but not, that the subtle, not the subtle headphones. Well, just the You were an out there young man. I was still... Yeah. Therese Hastings puts it best to me that I sort of... To dance to the beat of my own drum um, and I've learnt to uh, harness that a little bit yeah. and make it a little bit more subtle sometimes your own drum it. doesn't look good 10 years later doesn't no no, no certainly <laughs> headphones over the head uh, no you've seen many people doing that no it's, nobody it's a, it's a, nobody I okay. used to use it as a way to get in the zone for a game it used to work yeah. so what it's were quite common playing, in sports what were you playing in headphones basketball back, back so then yeah. uh, oh it would have been not country Bit of Tchaikovsky. Uh, Motley Crue. Motley Crue. Gunners. Uh, Metallica. Alice Cooper. So is that still your music? Yeah, and that's from my old man. My dad was, he's still an 80s rocker. Um, so 
when we used to spend time together on the weekend, it was blaring 80s rock yep. out of his apartment in Lurilla. So that sort of <laughs> stuck with me, and that's my genre. <laughs> I like the contrast and tempo of getting on, like, the bowling green. Relaxation with Metallica. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting ready for a boxing title fight. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you did it in state singles. I love that photo of a oh, big bowler. Yeah, yeah, that, that, was, that was brilliant. I think a lot of people like that as well. Yeah. So, so you didn't win an under 18 singles title. Did not. Nope. But two very very clever coaches selected you in the under 18 singles. Uh, by default, to be still honest, Cameron did. Cameron pulled out. Still the only way I got it. <laughs> Thank you, Cameron. As far as, <laughs> as far as I remember, Therese and I selected you. Yes, you did. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's the only thing I remember. Yep, went on a pretty good run at the Hello Kalani Bowls Club in the junior singles. Um, managed to snare that one, and then uh, you beat uh, big time player and still is. Dylan, Dylan Fisher. Fisher, yep. In a so Dylan Fisher was in your year? Yep. Yes. Yep. So, and, was, and much talked about, probably certainly the favourite. Yeah, I reckon I was probably paying um, Prince of Penzance odds in that game. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, managed to snare that title and then carried it through to the Australian Open as well. Yeah. Played Maddie in the final. It's pretty cool. A lot of history with Maddie in the last just those two or three years. Yeah, yeah, he spent a lot of time at my place because he was uh, working at Yokine and and because um, all his family's in Meriden. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah, a lot, of, a lot of good times. How was uh, Peter as a coach? It's not on my list. It's on my list. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, nothing short of amazing. <laughs> right answer. Uh, he got the results he wanted. Um, yes. Uh, just, just so the famous story is I supposedly shed a tear when he won. <laughs> untrue. So he said, put it out there. He said the last time I shed a tear like that was when my last child was born. Um, that's what it meant to him. Uh, you know, facts are facts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, but it wasn't really, it was actually quite, a, I suppose, an exciting. Of course, yeah. You know, right. So, he didn't win an under-18s title. So we picked him, when we could have picked others, we could have picked Matty France. Could, and I don't know the reasons, I'm sure Therese and I discussed it at length. Um, we put you through some trials, and and luckily for us, we saw the talent in you. And here well, he is now. Yeah, yeah, history says history says we got you on the path to success. He's collecting. It's all you. I've jumped off. <laughs> Trees has kept the, kept on the wagon. I know that. I had to, to keep one of his. You made your choice. That's, that's okay. That's okay. I understand. Well, Sometimes you outgrow your coaches. What's next for you? Then? What have you got a goal in mind of? Um, your next claim to fame? <laughs> uh, I've got, like, ultimate goals would be to represent a Commonwealth Games yep. and a World Bowls. Like, that's... Yep. Everyone who's in my position or wanting to be in my position, um, which I know I'm very fortunate to have, that's, that's the ultimate. Um, and I think because of, the, because of the country we represent and the team that we play for, um, the quality of it, representing is great, but... The gold medal is what you want because that's you know that's what all our predecessors have done um, with those major events. So yeah, Christina's tasted that ultimate success. Yeah, we've and, got her and, up on the office. And yeah, she's um, we've had long chats about about what it meant and like she's put in she put in years of work in that squad um, to get there. Uh, so ultimately, that's that's what I want. Yeah. So we are the, you are the Jackaroos now. So how long is that? How long has the actual Jackaroos bit been? Uh, been like 12 months? Actual Jackaroos, yeah. Yeah, about 12 months, because I think the English tour was my first yep. in the main squad, and that was last March. And it was the emerging before that? Yeah, I think I was in the, in the emerging for about six, six months. Um, and then a position opened up, and, and thankfully they picked me. So just looking back, you have transformed, and we'll go, you've lost, you've lost a lot of weight. Yep. Was was there a goal in doing that? Was that, that just general health, or was no. there an actual bowling goal as well as just general health? Zero bowling goal in yep. that decision. Um, that decision was all about my personal health and being a dad um, and being a good husband. Um, as cliche as that might sound, uh, kids were getting into sport, and I was coaching Austin's Oscute um, team. 
um, and realised, you know, I'm probably going to get in a bit better shape if they keep going with this to run around with them. So that was that was, that was it. Um, yep. COVID yep. had hit, there was no bowls being played, I had to do something with my time. I yep. like to keep busy um, and just made a, a conscious decision that that's what I wanted to do. And, and generally when I get something stuck in my mind that I want to do, I, I tend to get it done. Yep. So that's just an ongoing thing now? Has that become part of your life or do you have have to work at it still? Oh, mate, to keep reminding yourself of yeah, it's, where you've been, where you're coming from, where you're going? Yeah, I'm, I'm very conscious of where I've come from um, and how easily, if you relax too much, I can slip back into old habits. Yeah. Um, yeah. Not nowhere near as strict as I used to be um, to get to where I've got to. Um, I think it's nice to find a balance now that I've got to this point. Mm. Um, Right. Check check the scales maybe once a month just to make sure that I haven't relaxed too much on, on what I'm doing. Um, and, and obviously keeping in the gym just for general yeah. fitness and strength. So it really is a mental oh, mental thing. Yeah, have you noticed any benefits from that in terms of your balls playing? Oh, I, I can perform at a high level for longer. Um, that's probably the main one. Yeah. Um, so being able to execute the same shot at end one as in 21, or as the first bowl of a, of a day of singles versus the last bowl, we're going to execute that the same because I'm in a physical condition where the body will produce the same results. And, you know... Fatigue doesn't really get you know, involved I, into it anymore. sort of reflected <laughs> last week. I sort of, I've been on the track for eight out of nine days and full days. Um, the humid, humidity and heat in Queensland was, was pretty bad. Like, probably some of the worst heat conditions I've played in um, in terms of humidity um, and the body held up pretty good so <laughs> it's always nice to get that yep. um, and to be able to trust that you can back it up day after day yeah that's really good a really good transformation yeah. so you had a bit of you've, you've I'm not going to say luck we talked about the under 18s you didn't win anything still got selected state team we've moved on a couple of years there's a trend here, isn't there, Pete? <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm trying to build it. I know where you're going. <laughs> so, state squad, what year was... How old were you then? Straight out of juniors. Straight out of juniors, 19? 18, yep. 18. Close enough. Mm-hmm. Hadn't won anything? Nothing. How long before you got selected in the team? That year. Still hadn't won anything? Nope. So how'd you get in? Uh, well, if you ask John Sharp, it was a trial at Dudley Park. Dudley Park. Um, yes. He, every time, I, every time we have a conversation about representative bowls, he'll remind me that um, I trialled as a lead in a game um, versus the... It might have been just against the Murray League. The Murray League, I think it was yep. a country team. Um, I, think I think it was just the Murray League. I think Greg Crisp was skipping the side, actually, because he reminds me occasionally. Um, and I, I had a day out yes. on a surface I'd barely ever played on, on a wide hand with a pretty decent breeze. Um, Sharpie gave me free reign of the jack length and just said, have at it, kid. Um, see how you go. Uh, and yeah, I just... I still don't remember how or how good it actually was because I don't actually remember the game <laughs> at all. But... He yeah he stands by the fact it was a pretty. I remember the back of the day. There was there's been various ways of being told that you're in the team. How did you get told then? That was a letter. You used to have there's sometimes when they used to announce it after a trial. They used to used to announce it and didn't go down that well. I don't think with a few players. And they used to do it alphabetical. So if they got past your letter, you knew you were gone. Yeah, I think I think it was a letter. Um, yeah, I think it probably would have a letter by then. And it was either that one or the second year I got picked. Um, I changed addresses and didn't get a letter, but I got a text message from Rhett Butler to say congrats. Uh, <laughs> so there's different ways to find out. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm pretty sure that first one was a letter. I was at home living at mum's. Um, Shocked? Yeah, well... Yeah, or were you no, no, maybe shocked. giving some inclination previously? No, shock, been. shock's fair. Um, because like you said, I hadn't won anything. Any, any knowledge that it was coming? No. You know, rumours spread? Zero. Um, besides, you know, Sharpie and a couple of the others saying... How well you played? You perform like that, you, they've got to pick you. Mm. But, you know, I'd just come out of juniors, I'd only been in the state a couple of years, no one really knew much about me. No. Um, yeah, I, yeah sh- fair enough to say shocked. 
Yeah. <laughs> Any first skipper? Of course, I can't. My first skipper was John Sharpie at Nelson Bay. He must, um, he must have put in a good word for you. The rink, the rink was the rink was good. It was Sharpie, Matt Elo played three. Tom Mitchell was on fire and he only played two. And yeah. I let up. Um, yeah, I mean it probably wasn't the rink record we wanted. I think that first series, but we did play a couple of skippers that absolutely burnt, from what I can remember. Yep. Hmm. So good experience. Oh, loved it. Nelson Bay, what a setup. The club, the the hotel directly behind the club. Yeah. I didn't have to go anywhere. <laughs> I hadn't been to an Eastern States club for a while, especially one that big, because I was yep. from country, Queensland. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Awesome. Awesome trip, that one. <laughs> so, we can um, maybe we touch on a bit of special person in your heart who also plays balls. Yeah, well, we'll even go there. Yeah. Because. Family is very strong with you. Oh, yeah, family is everything, and it's been that way. You know, I'm from a big family yep. anyway. Um, so, having having a good family and, and supporting that family is very important. Yeah. So, in talking obviously highly. Yeah, competition wise, you guys butt heads a bit, or you got a, you got a tally going, or. Yeah, uh, used to. Um, Unfortunately, like we don't get to practice much together anymore with all our conflicting priorities. Um, mm. Jasper not being at school, uh, so you know pick up drop offs. Um, Austin and Payson have got their their sport. You know they're both very talented young kids. So, um, but we used to have every Monday Arvo before Jasper come along um, was the feistiest single sit out you could ask for <laughs> without divorce um, it was sort of agreed upon before we started we'd shake hands and say whatever happens next we ride off as soon as we're done we'd finish the game with a kiss yep. and everything would be fine but in between in between you get, the, uh, you get your weeks stress out there you go oh, I had everything um, and yeah we'd had a couple of people come down and practice with us and say never again um, I think Helen Hill was one of those I think uh, there's a couple of Aussie Park people sort of sat on the ring next to us one day and said no thanks um but yeah it was it was really 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 nice um and yeah she's been without her i'm not here i guarantee that um yeah she's, she's a special woman that one <laughs> but, well especially well, not especially the whole time but in the last 18 months as you say with the jackaroos traveling you've just got back from a week um you went to england to Corf games stuff as a lot of travelling. A lot of travelling, yeah. I'm sure Christina's happy to have a travelling partner. Yeah, she's made mention her. of that. Didn't, yeah. a, didn't ask her that when we talked to her, but yeah, travelling partner for Christina. She's been doing it for seven or eight years. Yeah, she's been on her own. Um, on her own, yep. It is, yeah, she has mentioned, and, and you know, I've felt it from the word go because I've had that travelling partner from the word, word go, but it's been nice just to bounce stuff off her, um, saying that she can do with me. Um, someone to talk to on the five hour flights home um, generally because everything's up the Gold Coast Brisbane at the moment yeah. Um, yeah you know sharing how we're feeling about selection and that sort of stuff is always nice so then you before that another thing you came on board with her sons mm-hmm. had you won anything yet? you're really laying into it are you? No, no. Had I won anything before? I'd won a Masters pair. Won a Masters pair. I'm just telling you at the point that winning stuff is great. Oh, it is. It is great. Titles, titles. They look, they look good, but they're not the be and end all of of selection. Well, no, I am. There are other ways to do yeah. what it's you've done. A lot done. of effort there to get there. Yeah, there yeah. You don't have to just getting to back end of events, trialing really well, being a good citizen, good character, being a team man. There are different ways that people get into a state team, into a Perth Suns, into an Australian team. You've won a few things now. We'll get to them. Yep. It's okay. Yep. I won't leave Don't you hooked <laughs> that he's never won anything in his life, okay? Although at this point, it's sounding very good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, but there are other ways. Perth Suns. So what was the Perth Suns experience? Yeah, that was... Um, your team was, that was I remember. Chrissy and Lee Schreiner. Lee Schreiner. was your um, first one. Yep. That was... That was in... Yeah. I'd spoken to... To Noddy, as as hard as that was for him, um, after playing the previous one, yep. still being the great mate of mine that he is, was so open to chat to me about the experience. 
Chevy being the same, Chevy gave me a roadmap of Pine Rivers rink by rink. Um, it was laid out, the tricks in it, where the wind came, what time of the day. It was so incredibly detailed. And that just, for me, that showed what West Australians are all about. Like, yes, it, they would have been devastated not to represent again, um, but to still provide that sort of information to me before I went over there, knowing what, what it was like. Because um, yep. it is, it's a different beast. It's, um, it's intense, it's fast paced, it's, it's the best event to play in, um, in terms of spectatorship, being able to license to be yourself and be a bit animated and, and play up to the crowd, which generally that's not bowls, um, but it can be, which is the exciting bit about what BPL shows. Um, yeah. And well, that was off the back of Hales had just gone to England yep. to play in the Scottish Open, which was a huge deal. Not many women qualify for that. And the day before I started playing, she told me that we were pregnant with Jasper. So mm. that whole collection of stuff for that first BPL, it's, I'll never ever Emotions that. very high. Um, and on top of all that, like, Shreina played phenomenal. Yeah, he did. It was, I think it was, what was he was, runner-up in the MVP. I was with my mate Chrissy, just having a good time. Um, made finals. Made finals. Uh, it was sort of everything I could ask for, you know. Um, yeah. It's a bloody good event. I love it. <laughs> Can't dwell on previous results. You haven't got time to dwell on previous results. And as we all know, in you win 50% of your games, you're nearly in the finals. You're a sniff. Yep. So you don't have to win every game. No, you don't have to win every game. Um, and we won a crucial game, I think. I think it was the Melbourne Roys, the last last round, just to make sure we got that, that good spot in the finals. Um, yeah, and like, it's... I think the only thing I can say for people that don't get to see every game is the talent that's there. You can you can be with the side you're playing against for 99% of the game, and an opposition skipper can play one crucial ball at the right time, and it'll cost you a set, yeah. or draw you a set, and then you lose a game, and then you lose another one like that, you get one result go against you, all of a sudden you're four losses out of four for the day, and you've played good. That's just, that's the format. Yeah, yeah, and there's plenty of people that don't like sets by. I personally think that's not a bad thing. Sets by. I, I think it's good for you. Know, yes, you lose games where you've clearly been the best team, but but you win a couple. You win a couple. Right? You only win two ends, and you can win the whole game. Um, that's that's the format of the game, which I think is much more quite and exciting. I think for for being televised, it has to be that way because yep. if you've got a game where someone gets out to a great start, it, it bowls, it can sort of become a alright well we've got 10 ends left and we're 10 in front just play defence it's not great viewing um, whereas in sets you can get dominated in the first set they go to an ad break and you come back and all of a sudden it's all square again and it's going on again um, <laughs> that's the best for TV anyway yeah. I think yeah no absolutely yeah. so I so said we're moving on with this and as I, I sort of said before this wasn't you know how the hell has Cody got to where he is <laughs> who knows <laughs> who, who is this knows? person we pulled off <laughs> yeah, the street exactly. why yeah. have we got him here <laughs> It's just to show that winning stuff is gets you noticed, but doing other things also gets you noticed. And your timing has been really good all the time, which is a bit of luck. It's a little bit of, of well done by you. It's a bit of that. But finally, we get to your first major of probably senior level. Was that was that the champion champion singles or was that state state pairs? Are we are we counting masters? Yeah. No, you beat me, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, no, don't count your masters. Um, so, <laughs> I actually want to well, hear this. Well, okay, well, well, beat me with, with Ken. You were with Ken, I played with Noddy. And you were very lucky. We had a day out. <laughs> An absolute I, day out. I don't Ken, Ken Pride will back me up. We were very unlucky. Nothing you and Ken could do that day. <laughs> it wasn't your fault. So uh, that was the really. semi-final. We didn't make the final, but it was the semi-final. Yeah, we played another... Cambridge, Sharpie. Played Cambridge team in the final too, yeah. Um, and Andrew Ness. Yeah, that was my final. first major. Yeah. Um, yeah, and significant. Yeah, it was. It's going on right now, so it's certainly significant. Yep, uh, and then there's a little bit of a break and then... Another good mate. Piers, was that the next one? Matty Mitchell. Yep, yep. Uh, we'd had a few cracks at it, tried both combinations. Um, made a semi-final the year before, I think. Um, Steve Fuster and Peter Flack gave us an absolute flacking uh, out at Aussie Park um, and then the year after we managed to um, oh we played 
we played really good through that patch. Yep. Um, Maddie led a treat. Uh, I think I watched that final back once or twice um, and just reconfirmed how good Maddie played that day. Set it up well and started off a really cracking final. I think there was one score that sort of broke it open. Um, but that was that was pretty special. That mm. getting that first state title under the belt. Yes. Because I think I'd won about seven or eight Masters events, mm. and everyone was going, well, "You win a Masters, but like a state event's another level." Um, and I, I just I wanted it so bad. <laughs> I made a final, a triple, a final, a fours, a couple of semi-finals here and there. Yeah. Like I've been knocking. Yeah, exactly. Um, that's and that's what you've got to do. You keep knocking, knocking, knocking. But uh, no, I'd open the door. Uh, was there any tough? Uh, Moments were not necessarily thrown a towel, but you were you were close to or with with bowls in general. Just bowls in general, because obviously yeah. Peter's obviously gone over a lot of lot of lot of close or yeah. narrow misses. Um, I I gave the game away for well representative bowls for twelve months after the Bendigo series. Um, I just didn't enjoy it. Um, I don't know what it was because I I played. I played pretty good, I thought. The team had actually gone okay. Um, it was the year, I think, we lost to Northern Territory. Yeah, I wasn't um, there, but yeah, I remember hearing it. Yeah, We just weren't, the last we, just, game. we just didn't gel as a group. I didn't enjoy myself for whatever reasons. Um, and, yeah, just sort of gave it away for 12 months, uh, which, hindsight, was probably the best thing I ever did. Um, yep. It does mean I still haven't played in Tassie, because I missed the Tassie series. Um, and the series I came back to the year after at Yokai was one that Clive Adams would love to tell everyone about because I played as bad as you could play. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, I did. I gave it away. Um, still played bowls at Bedford, enjoyed myself there. Um, still played in all the events, but I sort of thought, oh, well, I've, I've played for WA. Um, so I have gone through those points. You know, I, I went through that point with the Australian stuff where I sort of thought, oh, my time's gone. And then... State stuff where yep. after that series I was like, oh maybe that's it. I'll just play yeah. for the fun of it. And as soon as I get back to playing for the fun of it, this is a best this is so, mid twenties. So we'll flip it on its head. Yeah, yeah mid twenties. Oh, Chris, yeah. Chris finished. I'm done. Early to mid twenties, I'd sort of gone. Oh, well, <laughs> he's retiring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. very early retirement for bowls. <laughs> it is. Yeah. 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 So I'll flip it on its head. Um, what brought you back into it? You said enjoying it again. Um, really was there anything anyone said or anything you said to yourself, perhaps? Um, I, I probably have to thank my uncle quite a lot for that. Um, so he he came and played at Bedford, travelled up from Mandra with my granddad, so they both played. Um, I think granddad was playing the second side. Um, I won a club fours with my brother, my granddad and my uncle. Um, that was pretty special. Um, and my uncle was playing third on another rink but um, he's always been one of my biggest supporters and he sort of just said to me he goes come on mate like you're not done are you? like and he'd say that like weekend after weekend after weekend I'm like yeah I'm done just I'm going to enjoy myself and play club level and just enjoy the people around and um, go away to country carnivals because when you're playing and doing all that other stuff you can't do those sort of things yeah um, and eventually he broke me down and, and I uh I put my name back in the ring, um, and yeah, thanks, Uncle. Uh, <laughs> sort of worked out all right. Thank you. So um, now, yeah. So now you're at ninety odd games. Yeah, I guess eighty or ninety. It yeah, takes yeah, a while. It's early on, isn't it? I think you're getting close to hundred. I'm not sure if you quite make it if you make the next series, but it's quite close. Yeah, it's like close. Quickly bring back super sixes or something. Surely we count Australian championships. Come on. You've got to find a way to make these games count. No, no, sorry. <laughs> got to tally them up. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> uh, yeah, 80, 80 odd. Yeah, so 90 over 10 years now? Yeah, I missed one year. Missed one year. Played a few Super 6s, which helped. So it takes a long time to get to 100. A lot of players have not got to 100. A lot of very good players haven't got to 100. Yeah. So that's the next milestone in state bowls. It is, yep. That and a medal. You have to work that it out. Count personal milestone of 100, but a medal, yes. Yeah, the personal milestone's great, but... It's um, not as good as a team. Being as close as we were this year um, and having to feel that heartbreak a little bit more than others because yeah. I have to play the bowl to try and get it. Uh, yeah, that, the medal would be the one. But you see, you say close this past year. Have you seen there is a transformation going on at the moment, I think, in the men's state team? Yeah, 100%. There's, um, there's young blokes 
you know, pushing, a couple of them have got in, a few others pushing down the door, either making the old blokes move aside or at least making them play better, either one. Yeah, oh, we've got such a beautiful mix. Um, young blokes pushing themselves in, and then you've got at the other end of the age scale a guy like Billy Bransman, who just—I don't think it would matter how he was playing at club level. As soon as he puts that black and gold on, <laughs> he is Superman. He yep. he plays phenomenal. He leads us um, without being necessarily the leader of the group. Um, yeah, we've got a really nice mix. The culture's great. The the work ethic is phenomenal. It's the best I've been a part of in the team. I'll yep. be honest. Yep. It everyone makes I, such a difference. Yeah, I think everyone. Yeah, from looks like everyone wants to be better for the next person, not necessarily better for themselves. And it's, I mean, all, it's all about yeah. the next person. And even, even it's all about the team. Even based on this year, situational purposes or situational um, reasonings, we were left. To our own devices, a fair bit to you know self-driven practice and self-driven training, whereas usually that would be directed, um, and yep. it was it was just expected. The player group expected of each other, and everyone turned up and put in the work, and and it showed on our, in our performance. So you're within that leadership group. Yep. But you're also you're also in the Australian leadership group. Yes. Yeah. Currently. Mm. How, how have you taken that on board, Dell? Much responsibility is that? Do you feel oh, uh, for someone who hasn't played major competitions for Australia yet? Yeah. You've gone from into is the Jackaroos. Suddenly you're yeah. in the leadership group, which I think is it. How does that is that player voted? Yeah, or so I think there's a portion of player voting and a portion of coach voting. Yeah, so I got in there as originally as a leader of the um, emerging squad, and I was in that, yeah. um, and that's voted by your peers. So all the all the squads get to vote on each leadership group section that weighted if you're in that squad your vote's worth more. Um, so I was recognised mainly by the emerging group then and obviously the opens as well and, and you know the paras and the juniors mm. and pathways. Um, I look I put my name in the ring because I do I do uh, I guess value my leadership um, yep qualities um, and I've you know I've had those opportunities at club level to do that state level now um, so I sort of put my hat in the ring and, and said you know if, if people vote for me I'm happy to do it um, and you know was voted in and then when I was elevated to the main group um, we were sort of given the task of still leading for the because it was me and Matt Lucas yes leading for the emerging squad but also making leadership decisions in the opens yeah. um, and that was agreed upon and, and acknowledged by the water. So what kind of responsibilities do you have with that? Um, so we we met in Sydney um, with a guy named Graham Lowe who, um, who works on team culture and he's worked with the All Blacks and the Western Bulldogs, so he's a pretty good fella. Oh, so um, it's a low base. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, about developing our... Um, our culture and our uh, expectations. Um, a lot of that work had been done in the build-up to Birmingham before I was in the group, but I was part of the tail end of, of rounding it all out. Um, and just building those expectations um, of players and, and what's required. Um, you enjoy it? Oh, I, I love it. Um, I, I, initially, I'll be honest, when I first went to my first meeting with them, I felt a little bit out of place because yeah. I was so new to the whole environment yeah. let alone it can be hard to lead when you're coming yeah. into a new um, but I was encouraged by other leaders um, and other members of the team um, and the coaching staff and the support staff that I was the right guy for the position um, and the more encouragement I get the more confidence I get obviously um, and just sort of ran with it um, and I sort of I act that way now. yeah so you say so we've got you talk to you we had, you had a quick chat with our juniors last Last year, year before, yeah. Yep, but, um, so you've done a few things like that. So any other for those out there who want to make a state team, what are your expectations of them? What can they do to get into that team? Oh, I, th I think on a personal level, so taking out winning events and things, that's or getting back end events. What kind of person are you asking for them to be? So we're talking about guys who. Or what guys culture who do you want make, to, yeah, make yeah. That to, to bring team. into that culture that you and a group of you are building? Um, what requirements are them 
I, I think, you know, you leave your ego at the door um, is, is the biggest one. Yep. You know, it's team first mentality. Um, you're looking for people that want to put in the work. So don't just rock up on the Sunday of a trial play and that's it. So practice requirements? Yeah, yeah. well, without being... We all have our own, own, all have our own yeah, little ways so of doing things. You've got to work with the squad and the team you're selected in as well. Um, the little one percenters, um, and, I, and I rave about this kid because he's another clear example of what you can do to make it being Jack. Yep. Um, for those who don't know Jack is, which won't be too many. Um, you just you watch him. Uh, he'll be at the club. We'll be sitting at a table. We'll have lunch. He will make sure every single chair is put back. He'll make sure rubbish is away. He'll make sure everything is left the way it should be. Um, he acknowledges every opponent. He'll you know when he's playing singles, he'll thank the markers. He just all the little things outside of just being a a gun bowler. Yeah. Um, that's what we're looking for because anyone can put a bowl close to the jack, really. Yeah. Um, obviously you need to do it more consistently than everyone else um, but it's yep. just that extra stuff that it builds trust um, you know we did a lot of work uh, with leading teams, leading teams. Um, about and, and Chevy who's no longer in the side but he was a big driver of it is it's family and if you're going to treat your teammates like family and I know how, how close my whole family to me yeah. I know that when I go out there I trust that the guys I'm playing with have got my back and, and they'll do everything they can to support me to get the best result and the desired outcome. Um, yep, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Anything more on, in terms of... Uh, any coaching? What, do you, what does a young player need to improve? What do they need to bring to the table in a shot sense? Well, if we're talking coaching, I think that's your remit. Um, if, if we're well, talking... Okay, what have I taught you? Well, <laughs> Let's well, get on to what have I taught you. I, I, no. <laughs> I think I've talked with Kasumi. You have lots of coaches during your time. You do. And you and you get little bits, hopefully, from all the coaches. And sometimes it's what to do, and sometimes it's what not to do. Yep. yep. So um, so you would have got things from all your coaches. Yeah, I think one of the so things that sticks in your mind. helped me in juniors was I wasn't drive happy. So sometimes it, it won't work for you, but if you can play the, the metre to six foot overshot relatively effectively, that looks quite good in a selection sense and from a coaching point of view I think that's what you want to see because it's just a, an, a, um, an adaptation of the draw shot anyway um, and it wins games um, you know you watch the likes of, of Sheriff and, and yep. Wedlock and Tease they all play you know and, and you know I could name all of the Jackaroos that can do it um, they play that metre to six foot over that, that devastates games because you don't break a head you know you can set up a head to make a score and you can play that delicate weight and make it whereas if you're driving at it the likelihood of all of those bowls hanging around is, is very limited yeah and suppose the two things that I think make a great player is the consistency factor obviously but so it's that weight control 100% um, weight control is so key lots of people can just send it down fast and, and drive and some people are really good at it and that's that's a strength of theirs and they should keep it and if it's something you're really good at then you still got to keep working on it um, but turning a ball over to make five and nothing else changes can really hurt teams oh it certainly does yeah <laughs> it's, and it's, it's very visual as just well like everyone watches it yeah it's very yeah so so weight control yeah I just it makes me laugh because our, our CEO I remember him saying to me one day when I was first I think it was like my, maybe my second year in the state team. Um, we were playing at Big Park, and like I, weight control still wasn't my hundred percent strength yet. No. Um, and I hear him yelling because Ken and I have always had a good relationship. You got the weight control of one blue player, mate. Got to work on that. <laughs> uh, just stuff like that sort of sticks with you, um, and like it, it just spurs you on, and and that's what it's meant for. Um, and you know. Good, yeah. Another good mate of mine, Tommy, Tommy Mitchell, he's always said to me that, you know, his, at the peak of his powers, his weight control was yeah. out of this world. Definitely. Um, and he also had the big whack, which was devastating. Oh, it's, it's a useful thing to have in the locker. Oh, yeah. So, like, things like that, when people say to you, you know, work on that, and that'll get you somewhere. Um, so, yeah. It's all There's plenty of drills, and drills are only supposed to be a template. Don't be afraid to actually make up your own drills, things yep. that work for you. I'm sure you've done it, gone out there and set things up how you want to set them up, 
how you want to practice. Yep. Purposeful practice. Yeah, and, and drills are only as good as, as the mentality you have towards them. Um, yeah. If you're going yeah. out there just to fill out a scorecard, why bother? Um, yeah, you're going, going out really engage with them. Yeah. Um, they can be very useful. Mm. So, one of the things... I'll tell you what I'm interested in, yeah. uh, a bit curious, is uh, a, bit, a bit more on your work-life balance, a bit more about how on earth do you do everything? Because, <laughs> uh, as you said, you've got kids, you, you travel east, and you're working, so mm. where, where, are you where, working? where do you work? Um, I work for, not, yeah, not in a no, spy not, agency or nah, No, certainly not. Um, just, I'm not fielding any questions on the topic before I say it. Uh, I work for Main Roads, um, a wonderful state agency who does a, a mountain of work. Um, and I work in the I ministry. I send you on a shovel. No, can't send you on a shovel. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> office. I spent a double ganger. Uh, I work for the ministerial team as a conduit between the public, the agency, and, and the minister for transport. Um, deal with a lot of correspondence. Obviously, people have got a lot of questions and a lot of complaints about how they think things should be done. Of course. There are times where you know we've done something wrong and we need to fix it. Um, so we answer to those people because that's essentially. What the state mm-hmm. government is, we answer to the people. Um, yes, it's it's very busy, big budgets, um, lots of works. Uh, yes, that's that's the work part. So they must have been very understanding the last twelve months. <coughs> oh, extremely. Um, I'm very very fortunate that I'm in the team I am and the organisation I am. That um, they they ride on the coattails. They they enjoy it, um, and they are part of the part of the success. You know, that's. I've got a big. Uh, I I've heard. Good. Megaathletes say it takes a village to, to get stuff done, and I've certainly yeah. got that in, in yeah. a lot of different aspects. Do they watch your games or are they have through done? They have. Yeah, they come in and like hey, the AO, welcome back. The AO pairs a couple of years ago. Um, I got off the green and obviously going through a mountain of messages, um, and one of them was the work group chat on Facebook Messenger, and there was a video of them watching me by YouTube. Oh, brilliant. Uh, so and like really getting emotional because it was you know a crazy end to that game um, yeah. yeah yeah that was that was pretty cool um and you know they get something out of that as well um and, and they know that when i'm at work i'm, I'm 100 percent at work and, and i'm putting everything i can into it um mm. yeah so with our with our games is there anything you'd like to see done differently any bowls yeah bowls so how would you change it what would you if change you could? uh Oh, there's there's a few things. Um, I'd shorten the pennant season. As contentious as that might be for people to hear, uh, I think eighteen games is just far too long now for what we try and fit in. Um, you're talking about work-life balance. Yeah, um, I mean this is coming from someone that did so much. <laughs> I'd, I'd be I'd be very surprised at the percentage. If, if, if I'd be very surprised if there was a high percentage of people that played all eighteen games this year. And especially at Premier League level, because that's where I play, so that's what I'm aware of. Um, it's just too much now. Uh, and I think if you did short the season, you'd have chances to move things around, like people have talked about the state pairs yep. two days after Christmas. Yep. You short the season, you can move that around. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd love, I, I love open gender at all levels. Um, so that's another thing I would change, and I know I know there's a chance it's coming, um, but I love the idea of it because bowls doesn't have contact. There's no physical attributes required. It is purely skill based. There's nothing it's very inclusive as a sport. There is nothing that gender should have a say on. So as far as that's concerned, yep. I don't know what the issue is with having open gender parents. They do it in Queensland. They do it in Victoria. They do it in New South. Um, and they're the three most successful states. So for me, it's a no-brainer. Yep. So there's another thing. And again, I'm touching all the contentious issues. Yeah, that, no, that's, why not? That's what it is. No, absolutely. Um, I'm, I'm all for both of those things. Um, I would love to be able to remove the element of luck from our game because <laughs> isn't it one of the most frustrating things on both sides? Like it can it can go for you on a day, and you're just yeah. constantly apologising, which. There's some blokes who have caught that against me where I've got every rub you could possibly get. And on the flip side, there's been days where you've clearly been a better team and you just can't buy a shot. Um, but there's just no way of removing that. No, I think you're in, there's a hard hard road you're going down that yeah, It doesn't matter what sport, I'm, I'm afraid you're going to get that <laughs> And the last thing for me, and it's on our list, how are you, you going to convince, how would you convince someone 
who hasn't played bowls to come and play. Is there something we can... How would you sell bowls? I think if you're going to sell bowls, you, topics we've touched on, you've got to sell the, the inclusiveness of it. Um, the fact that you don't have to be an athlete to play at you know, yep. whatever level. Um, I love the idea of promoting high performance. This is another subject altogether, but high performance at that level, I love selling that. Um, if you want to grow the game from the top top end, because um, that's the only way you're going to get you know, TV sponsors yep. all that sort of stuff. But if you're going to sell the game, it's it's a game where you know I've, I've experienced it. You can play with three generations um, and win club events, and I'm sure there's been instances where yeah. you win state events with your brother, your uncle, your granddad, it, like stuff like that. The inclusiveness, as we said, yeah. Um, it's just it's when you when you t- scale back all the expectation and performance at our level now. Um, and you just take it back to the basics. It is so much fun. Um, you know, there's n- there's nothing more rewarding than sending a bowl out on a wide green with a blowing gale. It's got to go <laughs> 16 feet out, and you watch it come all the way back to the jack, and you know that I did that. Um, that's pretty special. Uh, so, I just think, and anyone can do that, even if it's only once. Yeah. Even if they're not like yourself, you can do it exactly. consistently. Everyone can do it at least once. And unlike golf, you don't have to do it over 520 no, yards. You don't have to go to bushwalking. 30 metres, you know? <laughs> zigzag um, across the course. No. And, you know, you can have a drink if you want to. Um, yeah. And enjoy that social aspect as well. Um, yeah, I just I just think, you know, you break down that, that stigma that we know is still there. Yep. And once once you get people in, that's all it takes. Cause it's just Once so they much, get their first ball. It's just so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, brilliant. I, I'm thinking about. Don't have you got a name drop for us? I, I it was actually Cliff. Cliff yeah, Cahill okay. was the one. But but the, I'll, let me give it the same one as we gave Christina, which is obviously Trees, big part yeah. of what you are now. Australian selector, Pathways coach, and say junior coach. We started together, and she's progressed, and I've just hovered down here somewhere, <laughs> much cleverer than me. <laughs> so, it's what she's done for you. She's. Oh yeah, I, I touched about this in a in a little speech I did a couple of years back, uh, or maybe a year ago. Um, just passion, persistence, and patience that woman's shown me. Um, I will never ever ever be able to pay back. Um, she saw it in times that I didn't, uh, and she's always been there to chat to me about the game. Um, and she's a superstar player in her own right. So to, to put that aside and just show me the way, um, essentially, and, and show others, I guess, and, and um, explain to others that, yeah, he's got it in him, just give him a go. Um, yeah, she's a, she's a very special person, and there's a reason she's in the Hall of Fame, and um, just, yeah, I'd never be able to thank her enough, and I, and I love her, she's brilliant. So. That's, that's going to cause me pain. I just want to point that out. All the accolades she gets, she's going to tell me. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm excited to get her on. <laughs> yeah. She won't let me forget. She won't let me forget. She's a wonderful lady. She is. Yeah, she certainly is. Brilliant. Well, I think that's about time. Has you got yep. anything else you no, want to say? I'm, I'm Cody, good. I think we've learnt about Cody yeah, Packer, the person. Cody Packer, the family man. And Cody Packer, he has won a few tournaments. Let me just say. <laughs> yep. Championship singles. Yep. Obviously, state singles. Australian Open pairs we haven't even touched on, which is an amazing achievement. First West Australian male for the Australian Open. There's been a couple of females. Therese herself has won the Australian Open pairs, so you followed her. Yep. But so that was a great achievement, and certainly we enjoyed watching you that. And we'll enjoy watching you in Australian colours and the BPL. Perth Sun's in two weeks. Perth Sun's in two weeks, yeah. Two Get weeks, so yep, definitely. KO and Fox Sports, whatever, or the live streaming of the of Bowls Australia get on and support Blake and Cody and Chrissy. Uh, they're going to do a wonderful job, as can, they always do. And I can promise you uh, there'll be more content than ever on the Facebook page, so hit the like button. And social media is going Okay, social media is popping. So he's been planning something. Look forward to seeing that. Brilliant. Well, <laughs> no, thank coach, you very much. no coach involvement. Yeah, thank you for joining me. And um, I'll just do a quick reminder for those that want to send in any 
uh, suggestions for stories or guests if they've got anything funny to talk about um, send it through to a podcast at bowlswa.com.au that's podcast at bowlswa.com.au and just put a subject in there if it's a guest podcast uh, guest if it's a story podcast story simple as and thank you very much for joining me and we'll see you next time brilliant Thank you for listening to the Holding Shot podcast. You can subscribe on all your usual podcast platforms or find us on YouTube under Bowls WA. For more Bowls related content, head to our website at bowlswa.com.au or follow us on social media at Instagram or Facebook under Bowls WA. Until next time, good bowling everyone.